All right, welcome back to another wonderful Wednesday and your two media monsters. I'm wow. Let's see your monster face, Jeremy. I don't have a monster face. This there you go. Do it. Do it. Listen. This is all you get. When they when they miss back and go back to a flashback in high school when the kids used to whole section would miss the crescendo, the obvious crescendo. Let's see your monster face. What the? There it is. There it is. I know that look. That's a band director face. That's a very dissatisfied band director face. <laughs> it, it, it happens. We have to communicate, and sometimes yelling is not the best form of communicating. I was just going with no words. It's it's terrifying. It's really terrifying. So and if you're hearing this on audio, please make sure you go check out the video on YouTube so you can actually see our faces. That's right. You can see it. Yeah, Media Monsters 1111 on YouTube. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, you got to see the, the faces. So... Well, we're glad you're here today, and we wanted to take a moment to kind of, you know, give you a little backstory, but um, also emphasize the importance and the power of how quickly you can get rid of the six degrees of separation. It's now two degrees. If there's anybody that you wanted to meet, been following, thought you could possibly meet, thought would be an awesome experience to meet, the days of wishing and hoping and praying and putting posters of them up on your bedroom wall, those days are over. Those days are over. And today, Jeremy and I are going to talk about some of our experiences with, you know, how we got connected to some unlikely people through the power of one medium. And that one medium is the medium you're on today. And that's the power of a podcast. And not only the power of the podcast, but the power of telling your story on a podcast. So we're going to take it from the perspective of the interviewee today not necessarily the person that is putting the podcast on or producing their own podcast. We want to take it from the other side because to rede reduce those degrees of separation, you've got to give yourself a chance to be heard and be out there. So important. Um, Jeremy, how many podcast episodes have you been on? As the interviewee? As the interviewee, I've been on 20 podcasts. Wow. Wow, I think I've probably only been on maybe six or seven, if that. That's probably a stretch. It's time to change that number. You're right. I've been invited to many, but a lot of it is bandwidth. And, you know, this is, I think what happens too in this is the reluctance of, of contributing or knowing what you will contribute because you don't see the true value of who you are as a potential guest. Yeah. And, and the value, I'll, I'll make it real simple for you. We are 99% alike. Men, women, we're all the same, except for that 1%. And that's the part that you need to focus on, the things that do make you different. Those are the things that you can share on a podcast episode. Things that'll probably educate, inform, entertain, and help somebody else. And that last one is the most important one because your story will, will help someone else. So Jeremy, I've heard, and we'll get to this later on, but like, I've heard a couple of your interviews where you were the interviewee, um, go back to a time when you had a pretty impactful share, like one of those moments where you're like, man, I'm glad that I did that podcast today. Yeah, uh, I want to talk about a time I was on a podcast called What the Nell that is produced by Nell Tice. 
And I think the power of that podcast for me, not only just telling my story and telling my journey, but this became an opportunity for connecting in a way of educating and networking because we were talking about networking, the power of networking and why it's important. And what I gained out of that and where I went to from that was being able to go to an event in Pennsylvania outside of a network that I currently wasn't in and be able to network with a whole group of people and actually create an event around it on all of its own, which wouldn't have happened had not having these types of conversations or telling my story or being passionate about sharing my story with others. It's amazing. It's amazing. Just one one moment, just that one moment, what you just, just kind of like unpacking some of that stuff. Like one chance, one yes, not even, was it an hour of time that you spent? 45 minutes? Not 30. even. I think that was about a 35 minute episode. So I maybe invested 40 minutes of my time to really just have a conversation. Um, you talked about like, do we have bandwidth? Do we have time? How do we even get on these podcasts? And our brains are, I think the number one thing we think about is that fear. Like, what do I have to offer? What, why is that important? And it's really about just having conversations. There might be prompted questions. They might have certain types of themes that they have to their podcast. And that host will share those with you and they will guide that conversation. But almost all 20 of the ones I've been on have never gone the way we were scripted them to go because the conversation always went better. It's amazing. I love that too. And I think it's okay to have a framework with some of those. Um, I also like going into them blind, right? Or you, you know that there are questions, but you don't know what the questions are, right? I always prefer that actually. Yeah. That's, I love it. I like, I like, don't preempt me because I'll give you a very canned and very homogenized answer. That's very safe. And I don't even ask about the demographics sometimes like, Hey, who's listening to your podcast? Um, what can I say? What can I say? Because then I'm not showing up as the genuine me and you know, just things you can do in post editing to, to get rid of that. But, um, I like, I like the natural conversational flow of it's not a canned response. It's it's an experience. You're there in a moment. It's a captured moment between two human beings, and that's that's where the magic happens, right? Uh, and I know I know you've only said you've only done six, but there has to have been at least one of those because I know there was at least one, yeah, that was impactful to you. Yeah, out, out of those, and this, I mean, let's talk about a fire starter. I was living in Longview, Texas, and I had about an acre and a half of land. And it got to the point where I couldn't push it, push mow it anymore. So I got a riding lawnmower and I would ride around and listen to podcasts on Saturdays. It was great. My kids were little at the time. They were toddlers, 20 months apart. So you can just imagine like, hey, I'm going to go do some yard work for a couple of hours. And it was a great way to get out of the house. And it was great. I loved it. So I'd go through and I was thinking, what do I want to focus on? The great thing about podcasts, you can find any subject, doesn't matter if it's crime or comedy or politics or whatever the case may be. If you like sci-fi, you you love 
UFOs, you can find that in there. My particular subject was voiceover because in my mind, I was like, I need to build something for myself. What do I like? I like voiceover. What do I have the most experience in? Voiceover from being in radio and, and doing things like that. So I, I went and looked for a voiceover podcast. I found one called VO Boss. So like the voiceover boss podcast, it was at the time it was hosted by two women, um, one and Gen Guza and one is Gabby Nistico and they're polar opposites and they live on polar opposite sides of the United States too. One's in California. The other one's in North Carolina. One is from the tech industry and comes from a very corporate background. The other one's a little more free spirited, a little more hippie and she's got blue hair. And I love her. She's like loud Italian. She's from New York, moved down to North Carolina. That's where a lot of New Yorkers go to. They're like, yeah, I got to get out of the city. Right. But I would listen to their podcast and I started power listening through them. And I started implementing some of the things that they were sharing, like tips and tricks. And I started getting traction. And one day I had this wild hair. I'm like, I really want to, I want to send these women a card, like a thank you. I want to say thank you to them. Didn't need anything else. I just wanted to send something to them to let them know that I appreciated them. Mm -hmm. And I found their addresses. It's amazing what the internet will show you. I know that sounds kind of stalkerish, but if you're wanting information, it's out there. It, it is out there. And a lot of it goes back to like public records and it's pulling, like think about Zillow. Like if you do a, a home search and somebody owns a home, it's going to pull up their home address where they currently are or were, and you'll be able to, you know, try and get down. Um, and I finally got confirmation on it. I'm like, well, I'll just write the cards and send them off to them. So I made caricatures, made handwritten cards, very simplistic. Just wanted to say thank you very much. I really appreciate you. And I sent them, um, I sent those cards out. I said, Danny, we got your cards and we want to talk to you. So what happened was they ended up finding me on social media and they said, we would love to have you as a guest on the show. I was like, well, what, what do you want to talk about? Well, we saw your profile. We've been checking you out and we see you've got rubber chickens and a puppet and we want to learn more about you. So, and they found my profile on some other things and I thought, well, that's cool. Um, apparently they're really good at research too. So we, we had a show, we had a conversation, we laughed. I broke out the chicken and the puppet. We just had a really good time and it translated very well. We had this synergy. We kept in touch. And I told them before the end of the show, I would send them rubber chicken. So I sent them each a rubber chicken and it was great. About a week later, they hit me up and they said, Hey, Danny, we want to have a discussion with you. I said, okay, about what? Oh, we, we got some stuff going on here. We'd like you to be a part of I'm like, okay, fantastic. So we set up a conversation, long story short, they wanted me to come in and help sell spots on there podcast. So I was selling advertising for their podcast slots that they had. Oh. Yeah. So it was, it was genius. Unfortunately, not the sad part of the story, but like I was going through a rough time and lots of transition. I was starting to work in Dallas three days a week and marriage was, was taking a, a left turn and it was a long time coming, but that podcast, you know what it served for me was uh, camaraderie, friendship and education. And it helped keep me from going off the rails, so to speak. Like I was, it was crazy. It was, I, it was the beginning of the life-saving moment. 
in my life in terms of like keeping me on track. I didn't go off the rails. I'm a good father. At that time, I knew like, hey, this is going to go a different direction. But because of Anne and Gabby and the things that transpired for me listening to one podcast, I was able to keep it together, keep it focused. And we did get a good start in on our venture, but I had to abandon it because of the distraction with all of the change. But I still maintain connections. I still refer them clients to this day. And it's a wonderful thing to be able to be connected with them. I still want to do work with them. I know, Jeremy, I know for a fact that you'll love them. And well, I'm going to go check the podcast out now for sure. Yeah, you need to. I have this feeling that we're going to like all work together in some way, shape or form. And that's, that's no different than with Nell, right? Like, right. you know, I love you telling that story because like, I haven't even met Nell in person yet. And I'd like Nell, right? It's, and it's the wonderful thing. It's, it's this, uh, when you hear podcasts, when you, you hear that word, they should call it something else like conversations. That's what they should call it. Say, hey, have you started your conversations yet? Right. It's almost like that's what it should be. It's exactly what it should be. Unless you're doing solo podcasts, then maybe it's weird because we don't like when people think that we're talking to ourselves and responding. <laughs> it doesn't go over quite as well. So there's a medium in there we got to find, I think. You could do conversations with a sock puppet. I mean, that would be a great thing. I mean, you can if you like to throw voices or, you know, talk to the other side of your psyche, your personalities. Wow, we're, we're diving deep in here today. <laughs> I know, I know, it's great. So that brings us to the Monumental Voice Media origin story. And the reason why we told you those stories is because the points of connection that you want to make in your life, everything that you want to have happen in your life, they're just one, two, three degrees away. It's a thought, it's an action, it's consistency, and it's follow-up. That's what it is. So um, about a year before we started Monuments of Voice Media, I'd started producing podcasts for various people, various entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And one of the podcasts that I love because of the format and it's clean is Addicted to Winning with Jeff Brecken. And I love Jeff. Jeff and I shared a commonality of being in Minnesota. Like I had, I knew where, where he lives. I know where he lives. And um, I went to school in Minneapolis. So we chopped it up on that. He's a huge lover of hockey. I'm, I didn't, I never got on the ice to play hockey. I would just ice skate when I lived up in Wisconsin and and up in Minneapolis, Minnesota. But Jeremy was featured on this podcast episode. And I'm going to tell you why it was pivotal, why it was important. For a solid year, I'd been producing over 100 episodes by myself every single month. Editing, mixing, mastering, writing the show notes and the descriptions and everything that goes along with podcasting, the tedium of it. And there was this one guest on there and Jeremy was that guest. The whole time I'm thinking subconsciously in the back of my mind, I need to find somebody who is equally matched to my talents or skills and has other talents and skills that I'm not very good at. And I'm listening to this podcast episode and Jeremy's promoting Road to 99 and he's talking. He's like, yeah, I'm from Minnesota. I'm like, hey, that's cool. I've been to Minnesota. And then he's like, 
yeah, and I'm a musician. I'm like, that's cool. I used to play the saxophone and I was in theater and and he talks about being a band director and being a teacher. I'm like, that's cool. I like I had band directors forever, you know, for like six, seven years. So I'm like, I'm really like I'm jiving well with this guy. And uh and there was something in that moment when you started talking about, you know, laying down drum tracks and being a producer that clicked with me. I was like, well, if he knows how to do that, then he probably knows how to do this. I wonder if he's doing this. And I was coming from a place of sharing too. And I also found out that he was in an organization called Apex. Hey, there's another check mark, right? Like, hey, I'm in Apex too, right? Like a lot. Right. Myself, right. Than most people. So it was great. So I hit up Jeremy and I was like, hey, man, can we have a conversation? <laughs> he goes, yeah, that'd be great. So I'll let you take it from here, Jeremy, because after that, I think it's just been a black wall and now we're Monumental Voice Media. <laughs> I would say more like a waterfall of epic proportion. I think there's a couple of things and some of those things I hadn't heard that that thought process from you yet, even though we've talked about this story a number of times. I too have known Jeff for over 15 years because our kids played volleyball together. And then we were disconnected for a number of years and then reconnected about six or eight months before we did that podcast interview. And it was just, it was a chance meeting and it was a chance alignment of business mindset and personal mindset for both of Jeff and I, which led to that podcast interview one of the biggest things that I was working to grow and conceptualize in the music industry was how do you go from a working musician to creating a business in the audio industry? And when Danny called me and said, ah, can we talk? And I want to share this information with you. Immediately it was like, well, whether we're working together or I'm doing this on my own, this is like was divine intervention, so to speak, because it was the perfect thing to parallel what I was doing already in the audio industry to help grow and create an actual sustainable business over time. And then as you alluded to, it's now just been a waterfall of just sharing our strengths together and supporting the other in their weaknesses. And I think that that's what makes a connection amazing. I think that's what makes a foundation of a good business partnership. It's yeah. essential. And I think it's only the beginning. Yeah, it really is. And, uh, you know, I'm grateful too, because it, it works. And I think, man, someone, you think back of all the relationships you have with people in your life, you, know, you have your family, your children, the relationship you have with a spouse or, you know, and we want those things to be easy. And that's, you know, this is, ranks right up there with them. It's like no different than me going out, hanging out, watching my daughter play lacrosse. And it's like, Hey, do you want to get some food kid? She's like, yeah, dad, that's great. Awesome. It's the same thing. And I think that's probably one of the biggest blessings to have that, um, not only in business, but also in, in your life, because there's a level of accountability that's there. And that that's been huge. And, and to be able to go, yeah, I made a mistake or, Hey, you know what? I just don't like doing that. <laughs> like, yeah, I know I'm supposed to do that, but I don't want to do that. And <laughs> you're like, okay, listen, that's fine. If you want to run around pooping your pants all day, that's okay then, right? You so you 
we make those accommodations without there being a big issue. There's no drama. It's nice and calm and, you know, we come to agreement. We, you know, we flex where we need to. We may, we try to make things easy, right? So we pick up the slack when somebody's got their backpack on and they're headed up the mountain. They're like, hey man, don't worry about it. I got the base camp, got you covered, right? So it's been fantastic. And I'm not going to say it's not for everybody to do that. I mean, you might, you really want to test your friendship, make sure that you have that. I think the thing that makes us work is that we started a friendship and a business together at the same time. Right. So, and that's, I think when you establish the rules and kind of what the overview is like, Hey, what's the main objective? How can I support you? I know we have this thing, but how else can I support you? Right. Right. And I think that's the power of telling your story is it, it's not only a way to help other people's, but it's also an opportunity to invite other people in. Cause you, I, I could have never known having that conversation with Jeff that, that we would be even sitting here on this podcast today. Yeah. It's amazing. So what's changed? Um, we have lots more conversations and lots more podcasts because I want lots more opportunity for other people to have that experience. Yeah. And it's been great too. I've been able to enjoy the ease of not having to just do everything myself. Jeremy's been invited in to learn what it feels like. So he knows how he can improve it, and make it better because he's organized, hyper-organized, probably more so. I mean, teachers, you got to have your stuff together, mm -hmm. right? And, you know, also very conservative too, just because of the construct and the value that they place on education, mm -hmm. um, which is unfortunate too, because I'm like, man, I hope that teacher makes a lot of money. I used to, I used to think that my band directors are like paid a lot of money. I, I was like, man, this, like, Mister, Mister, um, Mister Miles was his name, mm. and he was, he was a great band director, great band director. I've had all, all my band directors have been great, all of them, um, because they loved what they did, and that's, you see that, and you're like, wow, that's cool. I like working with people like that because I love what I do. And that's why I think like, we're a great match too. We're dogmatic and we're tough, but we're also like, hey, let's go do this work. This is fun. And we're yeah, not we going to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. We enjoy it. It's like next level nerd stuff, but it's, it's, uh, being interviewed on a podcast, it's important for you. So don't question it. Don't second guess it. One thing I'll tell you, I always say this. You can't say no to an invitation. You can't say no to a gift. Now, if you know that that's not a qualified invitation, sure, no problem. But the one that shows up on a random Thursday morning that says, hey, I'd really love to have you on the podcast, say yes. Right. Don't question it to death because you never know why you're going to be there. You might be there to help them. They might be there to help you. You both might be there to help somebody else that might be listening. And from there, have no expectations and just see where it goes. Right. Because we're going to change podcasts to conversations. That's right. The trend I think started we, right here. I think we should just do that. Make it official. We are media monsters after all. So fine. We shall now, I'm going to make a proclamation. We shall now make podcasts officially known as conversations. I'm going to have to work on that. We'll work on it. 
think it needs a crown. Probably needs a crown and a big proclamation. Maybe a tablet. Yeah. Of the media of the technological flavor. Yeah, no. Let's go let's go analog with this one. Just make the proclamation. So um so tune in soon for conversations with the media monsters. That's right. Join us on our next conversation. Make sure you follow us on YouTube too. We have a channel. You can see this on YouTube. If you're watching it now, you're probably seeing this. So it's Media Monsters 1111. I know that was a mistake. It was the only one that was available. So that's Media Monsters 1111. And you can also learn more about us too at monumentalvoicemedia.com. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you the next episode. Of